0: Welcome to The Black View and
1: Mel Talk. Thank you all for tuning in.
0: Thank you. I'm so excited for this one. It's a matchup episode. You know, joining forces, supporting one another. I really love that. Honestly, um, Mel, you are uh, one of the reasons I started my podcast because I saw yours and I thought it was super, super cool. And I love to talk. I was like, girl, I should do this too.
1: (laughs) Wow. Yes. You are making an
0: impact. So.
1: Thank you. Uh don't make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> but how
0: was
1: no, your weekend? You so my weekend. Um oh, I got my vac- I got my first vaccine shots this weekend oh, and it was also my okay. mom's birthday, so that was nice. Um, nice what did you say? You went home? No, I'm at home. We do uh we're doing online school, so Oh wow.
0: Yeah, no, we are too. But I'm still in Richmond, girl. I'm like, home is not for me right now.
1: <laughs> Look, I don't blame. I don't even blame you. Listen, if we wasn't going back to school next semester, I definitely still would be moving down to Hampton, getting my apartment. Mm-hmm. If I, shoot, if I wasn't living on campus last semester, I mean, the semester that we came home, I probably would have stayed in Hampton too. Cause...
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, we're grown at this point. Like, moving back home is just not it. <laughs>
1: It's not. It's really not. And it's been a struggle. It's been, it's been a struggle. No, well,
0: I bet. I not bet. But the thing, I mean, I guess everybody else, well, a lot of people are home too. So if anything, I guess that's a little better. But where did you get your shot?
1: I got my shot at Kaiser Permanente in Haymarket, Virginia, um, because I have Kaiser for my health insurance. Um, so they called me. To get my shot. And I guess, I don't know, like, how they're doing it. I guess they shut down, like, the whole location for the day just so they could do um, vaccines, so.
0: Oh, wow. Actually, fun fact, I'm a pharmacy tech. And um, I was hired to, like, help give the COVID vaccine. So, I'm like, yeah. So, that was really interesting, too. I think, like, being on the other side of it, like, helping um, give it. Because, yeah. I don't know, I was, like, uh, I was traveling to Norfolk, Virginia Beach, Hampton and stuff doing clinics to give the vaccine. And it was just really interesting, I guess, to kind of see like how people were feeling about it and stuff. I still haven't gotten mine
1: yet. Oh, I was to, I was I was getting ready to ask that. <laughs> Did you get yours?
0: <laughs> nah, not yet. But then again, it's not because I'm just not a big vacciner, if that makes sense. I don't get the flu vaccine or anything. So I'm like, I'm just going to wait it out, you know, I'm going to see yeah. how things go. But I understand why people wouldn't get it. And I think it is kind of a smart decision to get it, you know, especially if you're like an essential worker or if you're interacting with a lot of people, but there have been adverse reactions though. Like I've seen them, like I've seen allergic reactions and stuff to the shots. Like people, I mean, it's not, it doesn't hurt anything, but you know, people are very dramatic and sensitive sometimes. And, you know, a lot of people were acting A little just weirder than you really should for a shot. (laughs) So I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? Not like because of the reaction. I think it was just more so like the fear that they had about it. And I think it's just the fear around COVID in general that people have. But it's like we're scared of COVID but and the vaccine. How are we scared more of the vaccine than the virus?
1: That is the real question. That's what I want to know because it's like – What I always see is, like, the main people that I've been seeing all year doing God knows what, out everywhere, doing everything, you know, with no problem, are the main ones talking about, oh, no, no, I don't want that. I'm not getting that vaccine. No, I'm not getting that vaccine. You know, like... Come on now, guys. Let's, yeah. let's be smarter than that. I, I completely understand why people would be, you know, reluctant to get it, especially Black people. I personally feel like White people don't have any reason to be scared of anything, but... um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but, Yeah, but <laughs> Black people, I, I completely understand why um they would be, you know, kind of reluctant to getting it. Um, But I also want us to make sure that we're scared of getting COVID, too. Yeah.
0: No, that's very true. But I also think it's also because number one, of course, medical racism and, you know, the history with Black people and medical experimentation. But also, I think it's the way that they're going about the vaccine rollout, too. Um, I think the way that, like, we started it, um, we were releasing it to elderly people and, like, elderly homes. So um, they don't really have, like, that much autonomy. You know what I mean? Like, they could say yes or no to the shop, but, you know, you're living there. And a lot of times, you know, the, um, the people in the facility they have the power to, like, make the decisions for you and stuff like that, especially if it's, you know, to keep everyone else safe. So I think that also raised questions, too. People were like, you know, why are you guys trying to, like, give it to elderly? But on the flip side, you know, they are also the most vulnerable. So. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. a lot of things to think about. <laughs> I can understand both sides. Well, I, think uh, I think we yeah. should. Definitely I, I guess
1: we, what'd you say? I think we should wait it out. Just see how it goes. Oh, yeah, yeah, but when are you? Yeah, getting- I, I don't blame you. My second one is going to be on April 3rd. Oh, wow. So, Did you any bad,
0: <laughs> any bad um, reactions?
1: No, so I actually, I have, um, food allergies. I have allergies to, um, like peanuts, like all nuts, shellfish and stuff. So like people with my food allergies were also having like bad reactions to allergic reactions to the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of worried about that, that I would have an allergic reaction, but I didn't. Um, but I had to wait instead of waiting 15 minutes after like at the doctor's office, I had to wait 30 minutes just to make sure that, you know, I didn't die.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're taking precautions.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But um, how do you feel like your peers have handled you know COVID? Like how do they view it and stuff?
1: Girl, <laughs> look, I just like we said in the beginning, I feel like people are not worried about COVID, and I think that is very selfish of people um to not be worried about COVID because it's not just a youth thing. I think that people are like oversimplifying the situation and kind of thinking of it as, okay, well, as long as I don't get sick, you know, most of us, if we catch it, we're not going to get sick. Most of us in our age range, we're not going to get sick, but we will still pass it on to someone else who may get sick and may even die. So I think that, you know, and it's not, it's not even nothing that's uncommon. I feel like I'm the, like the way that I've handled COVID has been not the norm and the way that i see other people handling it wrong has been the norm so Uh it's not even like you know it's something that's like uncommon like i said i was trying to find another word but something that's uncommon like i said um but yeah i definitely think that people have been very selfish during this time and just you know just
0: it's 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 sickening
1: sickening, honestly like it's to even watch Mm -hmm. Um, Do you know anybody affected by
0: COVID?
1: What'd you say? you know
0: anybody affected by COVID?
1: Yeah. um, I know a couple people that have died from COVID. Um, A couple older people who have died um, through no fault of their own. Like Mm -hmm. I just said, like somebody brought it to them. Um, And it's it's actually, it's just really tragic. Like that's one of the reasons why I've been so um, careful about it because my parents are elderly as well. So I just been trying to make sure that they don't catch it, um, especially not from me um so yeah
0: oh, that's actually really responsible I've heard that from a lot of people our age for real for real I think it's just like uh if I get it I get it I hope I don't kind of thing and I'm like I can see like why people are so and whatever because you know if you look at the numbers like it's like oh I'm dying but it's like you know if your family member is one of that numbers like you know are you gonna look at it the same way kind of thing so, yeah, I'm going to admit I'm not, like, the safest, but I do take precautions. I get two COVID tests a week um, because of my job, and I'm always wearing a mask and everything like that. I have, like, double masks, actually. Uh, So, yeah, so I'm always trying to stay safe. Uh, I'm always trying to make sure people are COVID tested at least, you know, I'm, like, minimum. At least you know if you have yeah. it or not. Uh, yeah, but, and, the thing, I, and it's like,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, I was just going to say, it's like, it's not like, staying safe from covid a lot of times people think that when you say like oh stay safe you mean like lock yourself in the house mm-hmm. no but be safe right don't be right? taking trips don't are right? not-
0: scared to take covid test and i'm like the test just to know if you have it or not like, is right. it like
1: like look at you so you look you're what if you have it you're you're out here Spreading it to other people just because you're scared to take the test because you don't want to sit so <laughs> stupid behind.
0: Damn. Yeah. No, most death. But I mean, I feel like everybody's itching to get outside, you know. Definitely. Twenty one is me smelling, as well. Smelling like the streets. Okay. Smelling like, like the streets. The streets. <laughs> smelling like we're outside. And I'm I'm so Ready? I'm like, I don't care what I have to do. I'm like, if I have to get the vaccine, then that's just what's gonna have to be because mm-hmm. I didn't need to be outside. Because <laughs> quarantine, it really, really affected us, and I think it Definitely. really, like, I don't know. I just think it really, um, it forced us to be creative with the way that we handle things and with the way that we go about things. And you know, everybody was like, "Oh, you can't go online or you can't do this virtually," and we did. We figured it out. So I'm like, you know, in times of need, it can happen. So if anything, I feel yeah. like it kind of help with creativity, I want to say. But, you know, that's also looking at it from someone who is fortunate enough to, you know, have stable housing and, you know, stable income and stuff like that during the pandemic. Because a lot of people did it. Yeah. So, yeah, the pandemic actually ruined a lot of lives as well.
1: It did. I think it, it probably, it definitely probably ruined more than it. Helped, yeah, um, which is why you know I, I understand that you, some people may have had positive experiences coming out of the pandemic. Like, I definitely have a positive experience coming out of the pandemic. I started my podcast, something that you know I'm very passionate about. Um, I've definitely turned myself into a new person, but you would never catch me on anything saying oh, the pandemic was a positive experience or the pandemic helped us or it was actually a blessing in disguise. I see a lot of people say blessing in disguise. Like, I feel like that's so insensitive.
0: It is insensitive, extremely. Because it's like you have the privilege to say that. (laughs) You know? Because some people were addicted during a pandemic. Nowhere to go, you know, with like dependence. So it's just thinking about things like that and just thinking about like the amount of people that died. You know what I mean? Like of course it doesn't seem like big compared to like the general population, but people still died, you know, (laughs) in a bigger number than they
1: should have. So, and and um, it may not seem like a lot, like compared to how many people there actually are, but that's still a lot. Like imagine people, yeah, yeah. Like it's it's it's, like one thing that I like always like to say is like my high school was like I think like two thousand people, like twenty five hundred people. And then my my college that I go to right now is like eight thousand people. So I'll be like, I'll, I'll be thinking, I'll be like, dang, like imagine if I even put these two schools, these whole two schools together, uh-huh. and everybody's just dead. Yeah, no, like,
0: we're <laughs> real. <laughs> that's a lot of people. No, that's what. It that's mean. not
1: even like half of the total amount of people that have died just right. in the United States.
0: Right. For something that, like, I don't want to say avoidable, but it definitely could have been handled better. Definitely and speaking of that, you are a economics major and a political science minor. So, you know, I feel like, you know, you're, in, you're a little bit interested in, that, at least in politics. So how do you feel like it was dealt with um, by our government officials, how COVID was dealt with? Your yeah. personal
1: opinion. Yeah. So I'm actually a communications major. but Communication,
0: yeah. girl. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay <laughs>
1: yeah. it's okay, but, um, I definitely think that Covid was handled terribly, like I don't think I think that like there's a general consensus among people with sense that covid was really handled terribly. It definitely should have been handled way better. The amount of people that died did not have to die. there are so many people that did not have to die, but it was all out of greed, you know, money being hungry for money and Kind of, like, not being willing to give people a break because you're scared that if you give them this little break, then they're going to take advantage of it and not, you know, work from now on or or want to change things, you know? That's so Yeah, I think that, like, I think, listen, listen. So let me just say this. (laughs) So, like, what I would constantly see over the summer during, like, Black Lives Matter and stuff, when everybody was outside, like, protesting and stuff, people were saying stuff like, oh, why do you think that all of this stuff is happening right now? It's because most people are at home. They don't Mm -hmm. have nothing to do. They're not at work. So they have time to go out and fight for change, fight for social change and political Mm -hmm. change. And so I feel like the government and Republicans in specifics, like they saw that and they were like, they fighting for change, racial change and racial justice. It's only going to be a certain amount of time before they're fighting for change in the workplace or economic change or, you know, you know, just more help, more breaks, you know, a more livable society. And (laughs) can't have that.
0: That's so sick. Like, yeah. but it's so crazy because we saw that, like even with the Wall Street thing, like we saw that in action. They literally did not get. It. They were like, "You guys are not making money off of our thing." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's just like it's crazy to think. It's crazy to think it, but it's not. It's not something. What? I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's crazy to think, but um, it's not something that is not that's impossible to think about, you know what I mean? Like, it's something very plausible that I could think. Our government's really focused on, like, we're numbers to them. (laughs) So it really doesn't matter to them, you know, who's dying, who's not, as long as the workforce is still there. Right. (sighs)
1: So sick. And and especially, like, I remember, um, like, I don't know if this was, like, a couple weeks ago. Mitch McConnell just—he just, just literally—he said it. Like he—he he didn't even try to cover up. He said it. He said that if he's scared that if we get fourteen hundred dollar checks, then he's scared that people won't go back to work. Right. So
0: which I'm like, probably, they're so disconnected from reality because fourteen hundred dollars.
1: Not no money. Not no money. That's
0: a good like month and a half of rent. That's it.
1: <laughs> barely, barely. In most places, that's probably not even rent. Like exactly.
0: exactly. So I'm like, what world are you living in? Like, what bubble are you living in to say, like, we're not going to go back to work because of $1,400? And I'm like, and the thing is, we have to pull teeth to get that.
1: Like, at first, we wanted, like,
0: 2000
1: and we are getting. And we should have been getting two thousand. Honestly, if y'all want to really talk about the stimulus checks, we could talk about it because girl. y'all really owe us like twenty thousand yeah, dollars. We girl. should we should have been getting like two thousand a month. Exactly, That's what we should have been getting.
0: That's so crazy to me. Like they really just left most people out to do whatever. Left and us that, the jobs. The people that like are the workforce, they can't really do their jobs online. You know what I mean? So it's like they were just like fend for
1: yourself. But how exactly. And it's actually it's really sad. It's really sad. Oh, and it doesn't have to be this way, but I feel like, you know, we had a lot of momentum going during this last summer and Black Lives Matter. Um, because so many people were at home, that's why they were so pressed to get people back to work and open right. up schools and open so parents can go back to work and open up everything so that people can go to work so they don't have time to focus on we need to change this, mm-hmm. which we do.
0: No, yeah, yeah, most uh And now, like, we're just, I think with our generation, especially, we're seeing how, like, work is being used as a weapon. And I love how we're, like, stepping away from that. You know what I mean? Like, we're like, yeah, work, but we're going to do our own thing. Like, we're going to have our free time, stuff like that. And other generations have just been so focused on, like, you know, working, making money, trying to survive. And it's like, that's no way to live. And I'm stereotypes because you're not going to see me at a job. I would
1: like. Because and I remember I was talking to my mother the other day because my sister, like after she gets vaccinated this summer, she's going to to, she's going on vacation to Vegas. And my mom was like, "Um, oh, my gosh, I want to go to Vegas so bad. I've never been there. Mind you, she's 60. She just turned 64, my mother. And so I'm like, what? You've never been to Vegas? Right. Like I mean, I've never been to Vegas, but I'm a kid, so like you have time. Yeah, I have time. I'm like, in your whole life, you've never been to Vegas. Like mm-hmm. Vegas is right there. Right. Like, why would you not go? And she like, girl, I, when I was young, I didn't have no money. I had to work. Da 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 da. Like, <sighs> it's yeah, just yeah. like so. The generations is just different because even if I don't have no money, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna take that trip because
0: no, seriously, <laughs> my health. mental health
1: mental health <laughs> exactly
0: well i'm like i'm not gonna call myself for a job that can
1: replace me tomorrow never that
0: and i just feel like also with us we're creating multiple streams of income too you know yeah, what I mean? like i didn't start my podcast for money but i'm like if i can make money off of that then i would love to do that you know what i mean making money off what i love to do so it's just like finding other ways you know that benefits you to make money. And I'm so, so grateful that we have, you know, social media and the internet and stuff like that to even provide something like that. Definitely. But because, so you're a communications major. So, like, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. What do you do with that?
1: Girl, so, honestly, I've been through, like, 10 different, like, career paths. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> career choices. Mm-hmm. So, at first, what I wanted to do was, like, PR. I wanted to go into PR for Musicians, actors, artists, artists, stuff like that.
0: Uh-huh. Um,
1: but now that I've started my podcast, I really, really, really just want to do my podcast. Like, wow. I want to like do my podcast. Maybe turn it into some like a radio hosting, like TV hosting type of career, like broadcast type of career. I never thought that I would want to be like a broadcaster, like in front of the mm-hmm. camera type person, but. Like I I like I like this you know. No, I know mean? exactly
0: what you mean. <laughs> I was telling myself that too. Like that's why I was like trying to avoid like maybe YouTube channel and stuff like that. But no, I I really think that podcasting is in the land of its own, bro. For real. For own. Is. and I feel like its its audience is growing and it really connects to people because I feel like it's more personal than like a it YouTube is. video. You know what I mean? Because I feel like a YouTube video is more of a performance or videos just in general are more of a performance, whereas conversations, you know.
1: It's we like, always you know, have a conversation anyway. Exactly, everybody
0: exactly, exactly. Just something to stimulate your mind, and I really appreciate that. And I think it's awesome. You know, we're black women, and we're doing this. Period. I love that. Listen, <laughs> it's always,
1: mm-hmm. we always need more black women everywhere. It's, yeah. it's never enough black women. Ever. Period.
0: Ever. We change the standard wherever we go.
1: Always. Period. Oh. <laughs> because we are. We are the standard.
0: I know. I
1: always will be. We are
0: the blueprints. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's so crazy because people like, you know, they ask me about this podcast and they automatically assume like I'm a journalism major or something like that. I'm actually sending like clinical lab sciences. Like, I want to be a pharmacist. But I'm just yeah. like, yeah, like this is something cool too. Like I didn't think that I would stick with it as much as I did. So I think that was also something pretty interesting for me too. Um, yeah. I feel like this is just kind of helping us develop our voice and develop, like, developing communication skills,
1: if anything. Definitely, definitely. Because it's, it's definitely been, like, working on and testing my communication skills, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I be thinking, now that I'm doing, like, my podcast, I be thinking, like, oh, dang, I got to, like, enhance my vocabulary. I got to, like, learn some new words and stuff uh, like yeah. that. Because like, sometimes I, I be, like, thinking, like, looking for a word And I know what I'm trying to say, but I don't know what I'm like, what word to use. And that happens to me way too many times. So, (laughs) so yeah. Biggest
0: challenge with um, podcasting?
1: My biggest challenge, I feel like, I don't know. I've been struggling with trying to like figure out, like, I've been struggling to like grapple all the parts of my personality and then put it into the podcast because. I'm like a very multifaceted person. Like I can talk about a lot of different stuff and know what I'm talking about. Like I can talk about politics, I can talk about city girls, I can talk about shoes, I can talk about fashion, you um, know what I mean? And and I and I'll know what I'm talking about. And but you know, a lot of times when you on TikTok, when when they ask you, like when they when they're telling you tips how to blow up on TikTok, they're telling you find your niche, like find the one thing that you want your account to be about. Uh, but it's like I'm not a one thing type of person,
0: right? You want it to be a lot of things. It can be everything. Yes, you know, yes. you want it to be so, like geared towards you instead of you trying to gear it towards people.
1: Yes, exactly. So that's kind of that's kind of been what I've been struggling with. Like I just. I want to like find a way, but I feel like, you know, once I gain like a, a solidified, you know, audience or a respected presence, you know, with like within the podcast world, like I feel like once you gain that, it it won't go away because once people get to know you and they like you, they're going to listen and tune into what you have to say. Oh yeah, so, no matter what it's on. So.
0: Yeah, no, most definitely.
1: Yeah. What what has your challenge? What has been a challenge for you?
0: I think my biggest thing is just connecting with people because like I love people. I love meeting new people, talking to new people, but I feel like sometimes if um, it could be hard for me to find a common ground and sometimes it could be hard for me to like communicate with them, and you know, yeah. try, to, try to like pull things out of them. Cause if like, I know I can talk, but not everybody else is like that. And yeah. so I want to hear the other person and I don't want to be overbearing. So definitely just like learning how to communicate with everyone um, trying to be like more inclusive, um, just trying to think of more things that I can connect with people on, you know, um, trying to find everybody's special thing. Everybody has something you know that they love to talk about. So I think Definitely. that's been my biggest thing. Um and just really trying to define you know what I want my podcast to be. I feel like I've just been trying stuff up, but I, I know I've kind of just wanted to center it on um, not just the black traumas. But I, that's why I called it The Black View, because, um, you know, we live. This is where we live, you know? <laughs> this is everything we're seeing is through this lens. And I, like, I feel like we should be able to express ourselves and the things that we see from our perspective um, from different Black people. You know, everybody, because it's so many of us and it's so many different kinds, it's so many different varieties. So um, I want to yeah. express the joys and the traumas. You know, I want to express the things that make us happy, the things that we're interested in and the things that are against us because they exist. So, yeah.
1: Definitely. I think that's really dope. <laughs> I yeah, really Because I think it. a lot of times, um, yeah, I think a lot of times people like really think that like black is supposed to be like this like monolithic experience where it's just one type of way, one type of black person, one type of black woman, one type of black man,
0: mm-hmm. one
1: type of way to be black. And it's definitely not that, you know. Right. We are a, we are a very <laughs> What's the word. See, this is what I'm talking about. What's the name? <laughs> a multifaceted group of people, you know, like mm-hmm. we have very, you know, different interests, different ways that we process things just like every other race of people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, period. period yeah.
0: But, yeah. Because you're a light skin, right? Do you ever get like the question if you're a mix? Oh, like, yeah. Are you mixed? No. <laughs> Okay. I, mean,
1: I probably I probably got some I probably have some like down the line I probably got some like you know different stuff in me I don't know I have I've never done like a DNA test but mm-hmm. like my mother is black and my and my dad is black so but my, my mom is really light skinned so she maybe makes some I don't know but she's like very light skinned so
0: mm-hmm. but that's good though like that you're like you know claiming the black experience because you know there's a lot of light skins that are like I'm light skinned <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, and know,
0: it's, like, your problems are our problems too <laughs> yeah
1: definitely definitely you know and sometimes I was just talking to on my other episode about um like intersectionality of like racism and homophobia misogyny and stuff like that um the guest that I had on she was talking about how she grew up in DC and she was like yeah I never experienced any racism or anything like that but that may be because of the fact that I'm light skinned and I have curly hair, right. and so I'm like, yeah, like you know, I, I face racism. I'm 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 visibly black, you know what I'm saying? Right. But the type of racism that I face is definitely going to be different from the type of racism that some like that Lupita is going to face, right? You know what I mean? Or even you, because yeah, for obvious reasons. Nah, yeah,
0: definitely, definitely. And it's crazy because like it's it's little things, like it's microaggressions. You know what I mean? Like people are saying that like they want their kids to have good hair and stuff like that, but it's like if you're my color, you're saying you want your kids to have good hair. Like, what what is that showing other people? What is that showing your kids? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you're putting yourself down for what? Yeah.
1: That's that internalized white supremacy. I don't know. You gotta get it. You gotta let it go.
0: <laughs> I can't. I cannot. And I just I don't know. I just especially with um with guys too. I feel like that's um a problem. Maybe just when we're younger, really. Um, I don't know about the older generation, but I definitely see like how guys are like, Oh, um, if she's lighter or whatever, I'm like, I want to make it official with her whereas like somebody darker, maybe not. But yeah. then again, like that's just like my personal experience. And I also thought it was so interesting because I'm like,
1: What? <laughs> well, I think that's definitely that's definitely valid. Like black men definitely do have a problem with colorism and internalized white supremacy on mm-hmm. a large scale. It's um,
0: like your mother looks like me.
1: Your mother, <laughs> your mother, your sister, your auntie, your grandmother, oh, everybody looks like me. <laughs> yeah, and I think that like now we're just coming into a place. Like I like the way that society is moving because I feel like a lot of things that used to be normalized are not being normalized anymore. But I feel like it's just happening. Like right. it's just starting. Like now you see a lot of, you know, black men that that's don't say that type of stuff anymore because people be eating Yeah.
0: No they know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: because people be eating them up. Um and so I think that's really good. You know, I think that a lot of the stuff that our generation we're denormalizing a lot of stuff that needs to be denormalized because yeah. it's not okay for you to say, Oh, I want my kids to have good hair, oh I want oh I want a, a light skinned girl or da 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 da. So right. on and so on.
0: But I also feel like it's it's also because of the representation and like media too. Um, I also think that's had a super big impact. Just because, like women rappers, city girls, Megan Thee Stallion, enchanting. Um, just like women rappers who are coming out who are darker. Um, I really feel like you know they're kind of putting off. for us. I'm like okay, first of all, I love Megan Thee Stallion. I'm a writer, but love um, Megan right oh women empowerment like i just love that and people I
1: love, love her so much.
0: much and i'm like why she does not bother nobody like she really
1: don't, she really don't. she's that. like one of the most unproblematic people i but know, people hate on her.
0: I, know. What? I don't know i just hate when men attack her because it's like but guys think about literally literally the same exact stuff that she sings about and it's mm-hmm. not a problem
1: <laughs> exactly. and it's not and and all it is is misogyny if you see you know what i'm saying because listen listen let's let's talk about this you nobody's coming for meg in in terms of rapping like no she, they're she's not here yeah. male or female she's top mm-hmm. tier you you're yeah. not coming for her talent mm-hmm. so when you see when you see men like coming at her or attacking her. It's that it's misogyny. It's that it's hate for women in general or hate for black women because you, you're not comfortable seeing a woman do what you do, but as it pertains to her, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you rap you can rap about, Oh, having. Can I cuss? Do you mind if I cuss? Right, yeah. crazy. Okay. <laughs> like you can rap about like fucking all these bitches, you know what I'm saying? Selling drugs, like toting guns and all that. But when we rap about, oh, you know, doing the same thing, fucking yeah. fucking niggas and all that.
0: You know, like you yeah. don't like
1: that. You don't like that. But but we had to deal with that this whole time. We had to hear male rappers saying all this stuff, sexualizing us, treating us like literal literal objects in, uh-huh. in your lyrics but now the same thing's happening to you and you don't like it that's right. what it is right so yeah
0: Ugh, and that just, <laughs> it really bothers me because like they even took the walk video like the explicit one off youtube but throw babies on there and i'm like what like it's so clear I not know so clear the misogyny is there and it's like why like if you literally take a second just to like stop and ask somebody why like why are you mad that a woman is expressing her sexuality in herself?
1: <laughs> is it they'll, they'll never be able to answer never they be can't able... Answer
0: because there's yeah. even no logical answer to that
1: yeah and then once once you call something what it is don't call me that don't say that you're dragging it no i'm calling something what it is <laughs> because people don't understand how even the little things that you do can be misogyny can be homophobia can be he white supremacy so yeah, I'm I'm big for calling things what they are. Yeah. <laughs> don't be don't be surprised.
0: But I've also seen a post though, and it was like you know men like they use like their status and their money and stuff like that to like attract women, but then they don't want women to just see them for that. And it's like, well, when women start rapping about it, and we're like, okay, we want a man to take care of us, we want money, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're gold diggers, and it's like they just want us on their terms. It's like it don't work like that. It's 2021. (laughs) Like we outside, okay? Like we have our, and I think now it's really just because women we're establishing more autonomy. You know what I mean? Like the girls that I know, like we're doing our, we have jobs, cars, everything. Like right now, I'm fine without a man. Like I can do me. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of times it's just like the whole, oh well, she just acts like she doesn't need me, and it's like, well, that's just because you're insecure within yourself. (laughs) That's you.
1: Maybe because I don't need you, right? Yeah, maybe because I don't need you. <laughs> okay. I want you though. I may, I may want you, but if I don't I, need you. That's, exactly. that's why. I'm
0: you. If I want you, I'm gonna show you that. But it's never, it's never off need.
1: <laughs> never. It's, it's never need. Needs and wants. We learned that in first grade. Yes. Needs. <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly. Especially, I feel like now because we're getting older and like we're really trying to go into our careers and stuff like that, just establish ourselves as the young adult. You know, and I mean, of course, some people like married or they're in serious relationships and I'm like, that's beautiful. I'm like, go you. But at the same time, I feel like we're also at an age where it's like, you know, do your own thing. Explore yourself. Have a good time with yourself. You know, so I'm just like that in general. <laughs> that is a whole other topic.
1: <laughs> yeah, it can weigh. It can really weigh. Yeah, it's, it's too much. It's too much to to deal with, you know, and nobody has time for that. I got other stuff going on. No.
0: Like this project.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And it's a lot of work, too.
0: Oh, my gosh. uh, Because you want to go into broadcasting now, what do you feel of, like, the representation, you know, of Black women in that career?
1: Um... I definitely like I said before, I definitely think that, you know, there's never enough black women. Um, you can never have too many black women. Right. Um, but of course I feel like as in any industry, it can use some work. Um, I definitely feel like racial bias, um, is and even gender bias and inherent bias, like not outward um, you know, like purposely, you know, being not hiring someone because they are a black woman, but you know, just the bias that we have been taught that we all mm-hmm. have within us that we have been taught, um, definitely plays a role, and you know, I, I think that there's a lot of black women in the industry though that have in the broadcasting industry that have paved the way for you know women like myself that want to come up right now, um, but I definitely. Always think that there's work that can be done. There's more black women there that can be placed in um, many positions. Um, and yeah, and even black men too. So,
0: yeah, I feel like we do have good examples and bad examples, but I feel like they're all like good examples in a way. You know what I mean? Like, there's people like Wendy Williams, you know? People can say what they want about her, but Wendy Williams, she started from nothing and she has her own
1: show now. So did. did you watch her movie? No, I didn't yeah oh, you should watch it it's it's actually good huh? oh. yeah it's i mean it's it's a lifetime movie though, but it was interesting, yeah. but it actually it made me have like a a new respect for her because like like you said, like she really like got herself to where she's yeah. at
0: her. and oh, and then
1: yeah, and during a time when we were not accepted like mm-hmm. you know, of course like the 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 nineteen eighties and nineties it wasn't like Jim crow or nothing but a lot of racism and microaggressions were still very normalized during that time. Right. So, you know, it's definitely was not easy. And it was not as easy as it would be now for her to do what she did and make it make it to the place that she's at. So,
0: yeah. No, I know. I commend like women like Oprah, Iana Van Zandt. Yeah. Um, women who were like, they're on TV now. You know, they're older now, but they were doing this for years.
1: Years you know, trying to get yeah. people to
0: listen to them, trying to get people to pick them up, and I'm just so glad that they're getting their flowers now. Yeah. So I'm like, if anything. I hope we can carry that,
1: you know, expand it. Yes, expand it definitely. That's that's the main thing that that we have to focus on doing. And I also think like, I don't know, I can't. Let me think of some black men. I think of Don Lemon.
0: Mm, Arsenio Hall.
1: Oh, I sent yeah. I think
0: that was kind of famous. I think Sinbad had one too. I can't remember though. Oh, I don't know who that is, but... I'm like, mm. it's not yeah, it's like long enough for black men to like have to sit downs. If anything, I would really like put that more sports. That's yeah. kind of to my mind.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I definitely think that like um like there should be more of an avenue for black men to do like other types of broadcasting yeah. because like like I said like when I think of like politics or like hard news broadcasting the only like can you think of somebody? the only person I can think of is Don Lemon
0: yeah. I can't think of that's it
1: like thing. on a national level yeah
0: I don't there's like like I said like black men that come out is like Stephen Smith like yeah <laughs> like, yeah. That-
1: So, yeah, we all got to, like, carry it, carry this, like, pass the torch Mm. from their generation and and just expand it. Just do the work and expand it.
0: Yeah. Um, Most definitely. I feel like if anything, um, men should create a safe space for men. And I feel like with that, like, Black men could have such a great career in this because they can relate to other Black men. You know as much as like we want to talk and explain black men you know only black men can tell their experience and i feel like we're missing that really really big in the industry yeah. like in media in general just the black man experience because there's always people telling us or people writing about the black man experience and they're not a black man so mm-hmm. that's really disheartening but it's like yeah i'm doing it yourselves so <laughs> what's going on
1: yeah, like, you know, make, make your, pave your way, like, the same way that Oprah did, the same way that yeah. um Wendy Williams did, pave your way.
0: But if anything, I hope we are inspiring, we are inspiring a man to start a podcast.
1: Like, talk about I hope it. so. I hope so. I hope so. I think so. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't be thinking that my podcast be having, like, that much like impacts but but every time you
0: always should like even when people like tell me like just now you know what I mean I have like a couple people listening and they're like no I love it and that just like gives me so much fuel and it's just like you should because you know if you're putting this out somebody's listening to it somebody's tuning in you're affecting somebody's life differently and you affected my life so anything just know that (laughs) thank
1: you thank you (laughs) yeah definitely Mm-hmm. so um so do you plan on getting the vaccine like when it's available for you uh
0: no so it's been available because I was giving it so my oh so you just didn't get it yet like my whole pharmacy everybody I work with in the pharmacy has gotten it I just haven't gotten it yet because I'm just like apprehensive but if anything it's more so like a mental thing I don't want to say like anything by the science because I don't like to be like oh like it's not safe you know what I mean I didn't develop it so I can't say that um, yeah. I have allergies too though so I'm also kind of like yeah <laughs> but I'm just kind of holding off on it I think I'm holding off more until um, we do it on more people I like guess uh, just because we've only done it on such a small population now um, or you know just wait for nature but. No, I do. I probably will get it within the next coming months because I do plan on taking a trip for my birthday. So I probably yeah. will. Take it. Yeah, probably. And my birthday is in May. So I probably will get it before then. Just because yeah. like Florida, so yeah. Florida. they literally do not care about COVID. So, they don't. They yeah, never did. They, they don't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, never did. Like, never Florida did. So and I, I definitely do understand at all. At all. Florida, it's it's the Republicans. Like it's really the Republicans. Like I'm sorry, like but You
0: know like their tourism is like one of their bigger markets. And they have to stay open to attract tourists. And it's like yeah, that's what you <laughs> that's what you're thinking about.
1: Huh?
0: It's like that's what you're yeah, thinking exactly.
1: about. Exactly, exactly. Like that's what I was saying at the beginning, just money hungry. Like y'all can, y'all can take a little, y'all can take a little profit loss right now. Right. It's bigger things going on.
0: <laughs> right? It's
1: mm. bigger things happening. Just, so yeah, but, but I definitely we
0: were, think we were all a little bit more considerate.
1: Me too. Me too. It's not about like, like I said before, staying, like locking yourself in the house, but you know, be considerate. Don't be doing something that you know you ain't got no business doing during a pandemic. And, and you know, and you, and y'all know what y'all ain't got no business doing during the pandemic, like celebrity
0: whole party Still, you saw what's her name, Asian, um, Asian doll, which she's already upsetting me because she has. She said that she's like, oh, she has four tattoos of on, and she's getting like, like, um, one or two more. I'm like, all right, girl, like that's obsession at this point
1: no because but you're doing too much no. i don't know i heard that when when he died they wasn't even together is that true no, they
0: weren't and when they were
1: together he wasn't
0: posting her or anything like you don't see her like crazy on his page so i'm like girl you're doing a lot a lot a lot
1: she's gonna live behind this man name until the day she died no seriously she because, dropped like,
0: like, everything like that's obsession
1: it is. It really is. Because if you wasn't even together with him, honestly, I'm sorry, if I wasn't even together with that man, I probably wouldn't even have posted about uh-huh. him. I, I might, like, oh, rest in peace. I might tell his family, rest <laughs> in peace. But what, what do I look like? I'm not, definitely not going to be posted. I feel like celebrities do not know how to just be normal.
0: They really don't. And it's <laughs> like, nobody asks you to do all that. But it's also because they know that they have to perform in front of us. Because they're going to lose our attention. Our attention span is so quick now. So.
1: Yeah, and I think, and honestly though, I think that it's not. I don't. I don't feel like every celebrity does that because I feel like if a celebrity knows that they have the talent and the content to keep mm-hmm. our attention, like the music, the the videos, the the merch, whatever to keep our attention, then they. I feel like they won't do all that. Like Roddy Rich, he don't. He don't be on here doing too much. For real, For he real. don't be on here doing too much at all because I feel like he knows that. You know, he's not. You know, he knows that his, his music is what's gonna keep our attention. Exactly. But Asian doll, Ari, who else? Ugh, all of them. Even Ari. Meg. What what was we just saying? Meg. She don't she don't much. she don't do too like, so much. She I, don't bother anybody. Are
0: all thin. Ari, really. like Jada wade and then. But then again, we're also describing people who are like it's like, Why are you a celebrity again? <laughs> what do you do exactly? Like, you're a baby mother. That's your title. That's your job. I don't know that Especially,
1: like Jada I, I don't really have, I don't really have no problem with Jada because I like Jada I feel like Jada she's really chill She you know she don't be doing I too think she mad. <laughs> Jada McChina
0: Jada mad. yes because I'm like Jada that man cheats on you openly right which if you're gonna stay like that's you right because relationships like it's you but like you're you're putting it out in the open you're like this is my man stuff like that and every day it's a new allegation. Like, you like to be embarrassed. <laughs> like, you like to hear that somebody else has sex with your man. I don't understand.
1: I never got You one. know, yeah, but but I understand Jada, though, because that man is very rich. Mm. I really understand Jada's guy <laughs> Like, like I know, like, and I know Jada was, like, having before mm. baby and all that. But, like, the lifestyle that she has is a lot due to low baby because, mm. you know what I'm saying, like, what what does Jada do? Does she have Does she have like a, hair, like a hair, hair thing? A hair? Oh, like. she has hair. Like okay, she has hair. That's that's nice, but it's not comparing to two hundred occasions. No, <laughs> <So, laughs> she's Yeah, yeah. So so like I I kind of understand where she's coming from, but you know I definitely you know if if he's not treating her right, you know I I would like for her to leave him, but. I understand. I I gotta understand. I can't. I can't. I can't even fall her for that.
0: My thing is just to be quiet about it. You know, you are gonna stay. I would like if I was with him. Like I just would not post it. I'd be like, I'm with him in private. That's it. You know what I yeah.
1: mean? Yeah. Me but too. I like India.
0: She's my favorite baby mother of all them. I like people. India. I like. Her. She just be doing her. She be minding her little business. Okay, her and them little lip glosses. She be selling. Like, That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah.
1: I like India. My least favorite though is Ari. I can understand it. <laughs> She's interesting. But she's on Vogue. She got a Vogue cover. So that was- Bro, no, I, it's, I heard that it's not a cover. L- listen, listen. This is what I seen on the socials. The Streets is saying that she had, like, that some, a dress designer from Atlanta paid for an ad in Vogue. Oh. And, like, they have, like, and they said that Vogue has this, like, ad page where, like, they have, like, a whole bunch of different ads or whatever. So they said that, a designer in Atlanta paid for an ad in Vogue and she was the model for that designer. Uh, so basically uh, I, 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 I haven't confirmed that or nothing, but basically, if that's the truth, Vogue did not reach out to her. Yeah. The, the designer did. She yeah. had no contact with Vogue. Her <laughs> she she just did a photo shoot for somebody else that right. it, that happened to be in Vogue. So what I what I was saying about that whole thing, I feel like that is so corny. Because, first of all, that's an accomplishment either way. Like, you you got to be in a photo shoot for a designer that's in Vogue. Like, that's big. Right. Why Why is that? Why do you have to come and fake for the internet and say, you know, oh, I was on the cover Vogue and, and edit it. Like, and put Vogue behind you. Like, girl. Yeah. <laughs> that
0: is corny. See, like, now that I heard that, I'm like, that's pathetic.
1: Yeah, Me I don't. Too. I don't know. I haven't confirmed it, but I've seen it multiple times. Like yeah. I've seen multiple people say that on the internet. So.
0: No, I don't like that either. Cause now it's kind of like.
1: Cause you was happy for her.
0: I was, I was no, I really was like, oh, like go you. I'm like, cause the thing is, like, I'm like, she doesn't do anything, but I'm like, damn, you getting a vote cover out of that. I'm like, what well, do I gotta do to do that? But, right. But
1: right. And it's like, if, if she would have got a vote cover, it, it's like, and I think that people are kind of like, oh, well, why, why are y'all trying to like humble black women and try to say stuff about wh- black women, da, da, da. And I feel like, no, this time is is actually valid. Yeah. This time is valid. Yeah.
0: Like, I'm like, the way like she conducts herself and stuff like that. And once again, she literally does nothing else but be a baby mother. It's like, is that really the example that we want to be putting out of black women? Like, that's not, that's how we want to portray. That's not something that's positive. And she's always, like, and, like, I'm not slush so shaming no woman, because I'm, like, girl, do you, like, that's your coochie. But your son got a new father every couple months. So I'm, like, all right, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> what's happening? Yeah.
1: And I'm not, you know, and it's, I don't even think that it's it's about that. That honestly wouldn't even be a problem.
0: Mm-hmm. But it's
1: the fact that the way that you act, like, you just are, I've heard like multiple stories about like, oh, she was supposed to be at an event and we was waiting outside in the cold, da 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 da. da. Mm-hmm. And you Wait, know, just are you? you came
0: to see Ari in the first place? Yeah, what that's a, that's know? another
1: question. That's that's a good question right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that's just like was what, like, what she with you? doing then? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But at the same we time it's like too. okay. Yeah. <laughs> but at the I- same time it's like um it's like people are paying their hard earned money for you. Yeah. And you and Ari, I don't know why you think that you're some I not not even to sound like a hater, but you think that you have the type of influence that can keep people outside waiting. <laughs> <Nobody> <laughs> no, right? Right? Oh, like chill. Cool out. I don't
0: know. <laughs> I just feel like social media's just got into a lot of people's heads and it's just really made them think, you know that they have much more influence than they actually do. But it's like, go outside and go touch the grass. Because outside of Twitter and Instagram, you do nothing. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I feel like people have just made, it, like, whole careers out of social media. And it's like, if if somebody literally turned off power right now, like, that would be the end of that. You know what I mean? Like, go do something outside that's actually, you know, bettering me.
1: Mm-hmm. And positive. Yeah. And and it's like you know you have all this money you you you've built this career off of social media but you don't do anything to help people and then when during Black Lives Matter you telling us that we need to be donating our twelve hundred dollars checks yes Ari stop it like <laughs> you know what I'm saying like at least to awesome. like. Yeah, like, at least G. Herbo, he did the little, you know, therapy, mental health thing in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he got, like, they, you have to have initiatives of giving back to people. Like,
0: right. you know,
1: don't, and it don't be one of those rich people that's just rich and sit in their corner. Because at the end of the day, first of all, humble yourself. God mm-hmm. can take that, take it away in any second. Um, but it's just, you know, it's it's sad to look at. It's, you're, you show off this ignorant Pers- arrogant persona to the world, it's like, I just don't understand why people still like
0: you. Yeah, not I definitely feel that. But if anything, I feel like celebrities are just in general when it comes to that. Because I feel like, like I said, they're so disconnected from us. They're yeah. like, oh, why don't you guys donate? Why don't you guys protest? And it's like, what are you doing in your mansion right now? Mm-hmm. I'm not understanding. But yeah, that was just one of the things I feel like really upset me over quarantine. Was just seeing how celebrities were trying to like reach out to us, or like how I saw like celebrities were very like, they were still very focused on like making money. You know what I mean? Like still the Instagram live. so so like that. And it's like we are in a panoramic right now. Like I don't care to see you perform on Instagram Live. Like that's yeah, not. My and point.
1: that's why. And that's why. Like when that whole when Mulatto was beefing with that girl on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that?
0: Right, talk. Who are we talking about? The one
1: the one uh girl that's like famous on Twitter, she always be going viral. And she said that um they were talking about why are celebrities doing all these club hostings and stuff still during the pandemic. And she was like, That's because D list celebrities like Mulatto and Moneybag <laughs> they they need that that club show money because yeah. they they don't got nothing else to do. They need that club show money because it was like, look at um Look at Meg Thee Stallion, look at um who else? Beyonce or right. someone or even who else? Roddy Rich. Right. I feel like I haven't seen him doing no club hosting. So
0: Can he make his money and he go?
1: Exactly. <laughs> so it's like and they were like, Yeah, so like them those D list celebrities like that, they need that that club show.
0: Asian dolls starting a tour now. Right now. Yeah. That's dumb. Girl, That's, you know, one
1: good song. Wait, they They need money, you know what I'm saying they They don't have nothing else to do during this pandemic that's That's the primary way that they get their money is through club hostings and stuff so it's kinda of, it's very selfish like because for you to be bringing all the all of your fans out like that, I mean, I guess people just don't really understand like how serious like COVID actually is, but it's it's selfish for you to be bringing out all your fans together like that wow. and take their money. <laughs> to see you, to see you perform, like right? a deadly virus in the air. But
0: wow. yeah. that, that made me sad with the city girls. I was like, y'all, come on now. Like over Christmas, I was like, y'all gonna have this big show yeah. right now.
1: Yeah, I just, I don't know why I, I don't, I don't expect a lot from them. <laughs> so, so, no, that
0: that's definitely true. But it's just, I don't know, man. It, I think this this pandemic really just showed like. People's true colors, in a sense, you know what I mean. People that you know—they're individualistic, or you know, they really care about the whole population, and you know, um, I guess our well-being.
1: (laughs) But at the end of the day, that's what it boils down to. But you know, I—I'm
0: praying to God. We're almost out of it at this point. I'm like, I see the end of the line. Like, I see it. I see summer. We need to be outside. So, whatever happens. Whatever
1: you have to do to get out of this. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll be out of it soon. I feel like once I'm vaccinated, I feel like it's over for me <laughs> because, because I've definitely, I've definitely been like very responsible and well behaved during this entire pandemic. Like nobody can say anything about the way that I've been acting during this pandemic. So, bro, you strong. I feel like I did. Huh? You strong. I know, I know. So like, I I definitely deserve to have fun, to go out and stuff like that. Even though I am kind of still like scared of catching COVID because they have like the new variants and stuff. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I don't know. I'm paying attention to my CNN and just see what's happening. I'm still, you know, I want to like. I I feel like I'm at least gonna like let loose a little bit now that I have the vaccine. So
0: right. <laughs> But I love this. Um, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for doing this crossover episode.
1: Yes, thank you for joining me, girl. We should definitely
0: do this more often. I yes, love we this.
1: should. And we will. <laughs>
0: Alrighty, but thank you all for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. And um, yeah, listen to both of our podcasts
1: too. Yes, on all platforms. Listening, yes. listening, listen right now.
0: Yes. <laughs>